welcome to this episode of Hot and Homeless. Today, we're going to mix it up a little bit. And We've, not talk about men. We're done with men. We have also just been getting compared to a popular podcast star, and that is not our intent. C-A-L-L blank. <laughs> and we're not only here to just talk about shitty dates we've been on exactly. and the men we've encountered. We have a lot more to offer. Yes. A lot more to say. A hundred percent. So today, I think we start off, we took a poll recently on Instagram and we asked, what do you guys want us to talk about? And someone said, advice you would give to your younger self. Ooh, you start first. I gotta think. Okay. <laughs> I think more like, it's like the cliche, it's don't care so much about what people think. Mm -hmm. And I know for me personally, I struggled with an eating issue and I, because I was so concerned with how people viewed me and yeah. whatnot. And I wish I told myself like, eat, like you're allowed to eat, like eat three times a day. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about looking skinny before you go out. Like I know that I was always like, oh, the, the most important meal is the one you skip before you drink. I remember you saying that, yeah. Yeah, and it was just like I had a very skewed mindset at 19. and But that's, I, I mean, it's normal to have. It is. And especially with social media. Yes, 100%. And also I was surrounded by not the greatest people at the time. Mm -hmm. I had Except a few, for me, of I was about to say, I had a few <laughs> core great people around me, but the majority of the people were people that I would party with. And I feel like they enabled you a lot. Like, I remember totally. you being like, I only had a tomato today, and I was, like, worried. And then people were like, oh my that's God. cool. Yeah, they were like, oh, my God, that's crazy. And that fed into my mm -hmm. eating disorder. But I don't know. What would your advice to your younger self be? Or I someone just younger in general that's had less life experience. And not even, like, we've had a huge amount of life experience, but I mean, every I year we grow. I don't know, because I understand, like, when you're – at a certain age, like, things hit you harder. Yeah, Like, I know true. after my first relationship, I felt like my life was, like, over. 100%. Because I was so, so sad. Yeah, and that's normal. Exactly. But I feel like, I don't really know, but if I was talking to my younger self, I'd probably say, like, you really have to take care of yourself before you can take care of anyone, whether totally. that's, like, your friends or your family. Or your loved For me, ones. it was my parents yeah. or just, like... Relationships, relationships regardless like if it's friendship or romantic. Yeah, because I've been a few relationships that I put all of my happiness into them. And yeah. I'm just now, like, during this quarantine, realizing that, like, you have to be healthy yourself. Totally. You can't rely on anyone for happiness. Exactly. You can't rely on anyone for and shit. And I always heard that, though, and I knew that was true, but I never hit that rock bottom until like March that yeah. I realized okay I have to work on myself totally well I remember when this was like a few years ago I would text you every morning and this was a thing that my dad had said to me since I was a child every day he dropped me off at school and say do something that scares you today yeah and that has stuck with me immensely and he's like no matter how big or small it is do something that scares you today yeah and I know that we both struggled with being like nervous. And... I was just always shy and I felt really uncomfortable in my own skin and I felt fat or like no one liked me yeah. and, and I those remember are you started feelings. Yeah, and you started texting me that every day and I swear it changed my life because every day even if like you said if it was like a little thing, mm -hmm. I would make an effort to do something that scared me and I felt like I had the support of you. Yeah. So I felt even more comfortable doing it. Totally. And I'm very glad that you took my yeah, advice. Yeah, I remember and... even when I went to beauty school, like I didn't learn anything at Paul Mitchell, but the 
only thing that ever stuck with me is they said, fuck what they say. <laughs> it was so important. Oh, they said, uh, they said, yeah, it was so memorable. But they said, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And awesome. I think about that every day, too. Totally. Pushing yourself out of your comfort zone is the best way to grow. Yeah. And so, again, like, doing something that scares you every day, even if it's, like, I'll, I'm just going to take a different route to work. Mm-hmm. I could potentially be early or late. You mm-hmm. don't know. Little things that kind of make you nervous and push you out, even if they're tiny, it, it helps you grow and, like, push yourself even, even further. Even when I was leaving work today... I mean, I've had many flat tires in my life, and when I was sleeping work today, I was on Malibu Canyon, and I was like, oh my god, did I have a flat tire? Oh my god. And I turned down my music, turned down the growlers, of course, and I'm mm-hmm. listening, I'm listening, I'm like, you're okay, Tyler, you're fine. If you have a flat tire, you just pull over. Exactly. And then I was like, I actually don't have a flat tire. At least, hopefully, we'll see in the morning. I guess we'll find out tomorrow. But I took some deep breaths, I was like, you're okay, regardless of the situation. Like, you will be Okay. I've also learned throughout the years, you are allowed to be selfish. As long as you are not harming Mm -hmm. people with, like, you should put yourself first. And that's not Mm -hmm. saying, like, put others down. That's, like, make changes that make you happy. Do things that make you happy. You're allowed to be selfish in that aspect. I mean, and you know, that's something I struggle with, like, on a daily basis. Because I feel like I spread myself so thin to make everyone happy. And then, as my therapist says, (laughs) you give yourself... (laughs) to everyone and then your bucket is empty yourself and my therapist tells me we'll give 80 percent to everyone and I'm yeah. like but I don't know how to do that yeah and also you have been doing that for your entire life yeah but for You're me I'm very all or nothing so yeah. giving 80 percent feels fake to me and I'm yeah. not like being fake physically like hurts me totally and I think that's why oh a lot I know of girls, you can't be fake yeah I know and it's like <laughs> I'm not gonna be an asshole to make you feel bad but like I'm not gonna sugarcoat if you hurt my feelings I'm be like hey like that kind of hurt my feelings yeah. but I'm not gonna be a dick about it no but you should be able to stand up for yourself and, exactly and but I feel like that's people. why a lot of girls don't like me is because I can't play that game of being, like, a fake girl going, oh, you're so pretty, oh, my God. But I would rather have someone be straight up with me than, I would, too, but I feel like a lot of people... I think, in theory, a lot of people like the idea, like, oh, yeah, I would want someone to be straight up with me, but as long as it doesn't hurt their feelings. Exactly. If... Because feelings come into play, and then they're like, I wish that person had never said that to me. Yeah. And I feel like I used to feel that way until, like, probably, like, two, three years ago. Yeah. But I feel like that also comes with age and like I've gotten more comfortable with myself. So yeah. when people tell me straight up, I almost like respect them more. Even yeah, if it totally. hurts my feelings, I analyze the situation and I'm like, okay, is it them? Is it me? No, actually there's three sides to every story. My yes. side, their side, and the truth. Exactly. I also think we have been talking about it lately. We are so grateful to have each other in our lives. Yeah, that is for sure. You are a product of your environment mm-hmm. and when you surround yourself with good people just yeah. like the it changes your world but even like product of your environment to a certain extent because I didn't really grow up with the best childhood yeah but, and I didn't always have the best friends but as I get older I've mm-hmm. realized what I want and what I look for in people and like not to sound cheesy but I'm <laughs> so thankful that I've had you no, for all it's these not years cheesy. because if I didn't I I don't know where I'd be, like, genuinely. No, totally. I mean, I've realized since graduating high school, uh, 
you graduate and you don't have to see the same people five mm-hmm. days a week, every day, parties on the weekend, whatever it is. All the cliques, the indie kids, the popular kids. Yeah, the... or like you're doing class projects. You have to remain on good terms with someone because that's your like friend in class or exactly. you share notes with that person. Yeah. Once you graduate, I it's like becomes apparent who is important in your life and who isn't. Yeah. And I know the second I graduated, I weeded out so many people that I didn't I didn't benefit their life necessarily, and they didn't benefit mine. And as we get older, every year we are changing drastically, and yeah. I think f- well, at least for the hopefully. better. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think we are, and I think it's for the better. We're I learning. think so, too, and- but I feel like there's a lot of people that we've known for a few years that haven't changed, yeah. or if they have, it's not necessarily for the better. Yeah. And I mean, I- it's very easy to become stagnant and complacent with your life especially if you're in a dark time and you are down about yourself and your life I don't know I'm gonna argue that though because I've had some dark times and a lot of our friends have and like for me you need to pull yourself out of it no I 100% agree I'm just saying it is easy to like feel sorry for yourself but it is 100% up to that person to use that negativity but to propel them forward in a positive way and we have plenty of people that we know that don't believe in that and they're like I'm just gonna soak in my sorrows and that is no way to live your life well even for me like when I didn't want to go to college my whole family except for my mom like Mm -hmm. completely doubted me and they're like you're making a mistake and I was like no like I'm listening to my gut here this is what I've always been passionate about like I'm gonna do it amazing at what you do and I have worked my ass off to get to where I am and Mm -hmm. now they're like I'm so proud of you and I go oh I I mean, I don't say this, but I think to myself, like, oh, remember when you doubted me and told me I was going to be a loser? But it feels so much better to prove people wrong. It does, but also, I've noticed that people giving me validation lately, I appreciate, and I don't like that. Why? Because I'm like, oh, well, they're finally recognizing that I've worked so hard, but I'm like, why do I need people to recognize me? You know? Because I know how hard I work. I know. Yeah. I I get that, but it's also, it's nice being recognized for the hard work you do and you're amazing at what you do and you put in so much fucking work thanks and it's <laughs> but thanks. it's nice thanks thanks mama but it's nice to like hear it from others and yeah. them to recognize it I don't think there's anything wrong with that do you like validation I mean I feel like everyone does yeah I mean we talked about it in the last episode and I hate to admit it mm-hmm. because I totally do seek validation from others and I'm trying to work on that 100%. But I feel like we all do, especially no, with social nature. media. Yeah, with social media especially. But it's human nature. We want to be told that we're doing well. Yeah. We want someone to tell us that they're proud of us, that they recognize our hard work, or I don't know, just that we want to be told that we're doing good. Yeah. And it makes but, us feel like we're like on the right path. Yeah, I don't know. And it's weird. It's like human nature. We want to be told that we're doing well in life and... Or that you're a good person. And I don't know. I was thinking about it. Like, I know because of what I post online, all of my compliments are strictly appearance-based. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you look great. Or I like your outfit. Whatever. But it's it would be nice to have, like, comments that are like, oh, like, thank you for being there for me. Things like that. Yeah. And I get it from you. And I get it from our friend Shira. And, like, I reciprocate that as well, I think. And... Mm-hmm. I don't know, but also, again, online, we portray, like, the best parts of our lives. I feel like, based on your online appearance, people don't know how complex of a person you are. As deep as that sounds. As deep as it sounds. But it's true. Yeah, because it's really easy to be like, oh, she's just, like, a stupid Instagram person. Yeah, they think I'm very narcissistic, and 
I don't care anymore. I'm like, I'm going to post what I want to post. Good but, for you. But even, yeah. like, someone I was hanging out with last night, they were like, yeah, you're really, like, I can see why people are scared of you online. I was yeah. like, well, why do you say that? And he's like, well, you just portray yourself as, like, this person, not necessarily a bad person. But he was like, I would never know that you were, mm-hmm. you know, this nice and totally. this easy to talk to. And I was like, well, damn, that makes me sad. I know. And it always makes me wonder if we are misjudging people from their profiles I'm sure online. we are. Yeah. And it's it's hard, though, because it's we portray the best parts of our lives on our public Instagram. Yeah. And if you have a private Instagram or Twitter or whatever, sometimes you portray the negative parts. That's why I deleted mine. Yeah. And it's... I don't know which one is better. There's no better or worse because I feel like they're both equally bad. I and agree. You really need to know someone in person to know what they're like. Totally. Like and you I, need to know their family, their childhood, what they're doing now, their day to day thoughts. Which sounds like a full time job, but like if you're friends with someone, you should care about that. Yeah, and this isn't just about like romantic relationships. Yeah, it's no. Like anyone you surround Probably yourself more with. More the opposite, honestly. Yeah. It's more about like friendships and family because that's what like keeps you sane all the yeah. time. Yeah. hundred percent. And romantic partners like come and go, but. You yeah. need a good support system. Totally. And I, I mean, feel like we're finally at the age that we have that. Yeah, I know. I And again, very grateful we're that we... are very lucky. <laughs> totally. And we're always there for each other. And we don't bullshit, though. We don't, like, no. tell each other what we want to hear. Like, if we're complaining about a boy or, or a work situation. Or a bad relationship. Like, we tell each other straight up and sometimes it doesn't go well. Yeah, and it sucks to hear it, but it, it's... A positive and thing. And it's not always a fast recovery. Like, sometimes it takes weeks, months, yeah. but, like, we always come back because we know that the other person is genuinely there for them. Yeah. And hearing what you don't necessarily want to hear is sometimes the, it's more beneficial in the and end. And that's how you know, like, looking back, that that person, like, genuinely cares about your well-being. Yeah, I agree. I do think um, that we are very lucky, like we said, mm-hmm. and to everyone out there, Make sure your friends are checking in on you. You're yeah. checking in on your friends. It's. I think it's really easy to have one-sided friendships, and I've yeah. even noticed that recently. Like, I feel like I've had a lot of friends that I'm always the one checking up on them. I'm always Same. the one asking to hang out. And then, like, a week goes by, and I notice I never talk to them. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, huh, okay. And yeah. then I wait another week, still nothing. And I'm like, wow. Totally. All right. And I think the pandemic has been awful. Yeah. But I think the one, like, silver lining out of this is we've learned a lot about ourselves. We've, a lot about ourselves. We've all been to, like, a very dark place during this time. Our lives were, like, mm-hmm. taken from us. And it it forced us to come to terms with, like, different things in our lives and yeah. sit and think. And but I don't know for, like, I know for us, we kind of, like, we're, like, we're staring at screens all day. Let's disconnect. We roller skated. We <laughs> were reading. We were, we were 12 swimming. again. Yeah, we acted like little kids. And I think it was very And I don't beneficial. think I've ever been happier in the past, like, five years. Yeah, so much serotonin. Yeah. <laughs> um, My skin was thriving. Yeah, we, we were, were tan. tan. <laughs> Literally. But, I mean, but as well as that being a silver lining, I do think it sucked because we did lose a lot of friends, but... It was almost beneficial because I realized that a lot of the friendships were extremely one-sided. Yeah. And I even say to my clients, I'm like, I'm not thankful that COVID happened. Yeah. Because obviously I'm not happy that people lost their lives and, like, it's ruined people's lives. But Mm -hmm. at the start of quarantine, I was working a lot and then work stopped. And I remember I was so stressed out about family, work, friendships. I wasn't happy myself. And I remember driving home from work. 
and I had a panic attack, and I never yeah. had a panic b- attack before. I couldn't breathe. I was on the freeway. Mm-hmm. Um, I was crying. I didn't know why, and I immediately called my friend, and I was like, I need your therapist. Like, And I was just, like, hyperventilating. I started going to therapy. It has changed my life. I don't think I've ever been happier in life mm-hmm. to where I am now. And I feel like if it wasn't for this pandemic and the quarantine, I would have never dealt with the issues I had until like 10 years from now. Yeah. Because life is so fast paced and we're, we don't have time to sit I was numbing my feelings with going out and like distracting myself with alcohol, sex, like work. Totally. So again, I'm not thankful that people are hurting right now, but if it wasn't for this, I would not be where I am today. And I think everything's Mm -hmm. kind of about perspective. Yeah. And, it's and being also, grateful. Exactly. Because it's, again, we know plenty of people who are like, this is a negative thing. I'm going to dwell on this. Yeah. And we took this negative thing and almost turned it into a positive in a certain aspect. Mm-hmm. Not saying, again, that the pandemic was like a great thing, but we found the one silver lining in it. We were able to take that and use that to move us yeah, forward. Yeah. And I think it's really hard, but we're aware that we're really fortunate. Like we're literally from Southern California, from the suburbs. Totally. We're not hurting. A hundred percent. So we know we're lucky, mm-hmm. but we're trying to spin it in a positive way. Yeah. I know. I don't know for you. I find that I feel guilty a lot of the times because of how like, fortunate pri- we are. We yeah. are very f- fortunate and privileged. And I find myself seeking out in romantic relationships, people who have had it much harder than me. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think it's a subconscious thing that comes up because I feel like I have had such an amazing life and I don't take it for granted, but I feel like I need to somehow give back. And when I'm in a relationship with Mm -hmm. my previous ex-boyfriends, I like pay for everything. I take them in. I drive them everywhere. I I don't know. I just, I feel this guilt. Like I need to like help. Well, it's interesting because I feel like I had two different extremes. I had a parent that caused a lot of pain for me yeah and then I had a parent that still wasn't perfect but he was there for me yeah so I feel like I had two different extremes to where in my romantic relationships I like to take care of people because that's what I did for my mom yeah but then with my dad I realized how fortunate I was so it's like I almost feel like I'm like and this is a societal standard but I almost feel like in quotes I'm the man in the relationships because it's like I'm providing the emotional support because I want to take care of them and I don't want them to feel like how I felt or like how my yeah. parents felt. But then at the same time, I'm like, no, come over. I'll cook you dinner. Like, let me take care of you. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm taking on both roles. I, I agree. You leave, totally do. And then they leave and I'm like, I mean, I had a good time because like for me, like taking care of people is my love language. But I'm like, but what did they do for me? Totally. And it was, it's nothing most of the time. Yeah. And we forget to... Look, we look past it and we because forget. Because we feel guilty because we've had it so good. Yeah, and we're like, oh, this is what I deserve then. Exactly. And we don't think about it until it's too late. Exactly. Unfortunately. And I feel like we're so aware how lucky we are to have each other. Yeah. That we feel like, well, it's okay. We'll just take care of this person. Then we'll go back to, like, Sophie and Tyler, you Exactly. Know? I don't know. I don't know, man. That's some heavy shit. Sorry to make it a heavier episode. Yeah, but, but we want to be real with you. And we are not just two raunchy girls. Yeah, no, we're not some trashy West Bank Village bitches. We are trying to be more 
not trying to be. We are. No, we are like smart girls that have good conversations. People think we're really wild and crazy all the time and we're not. And again, it's what's portrayed online is not always how it is. Exactly. And I think that we've tried to be better about what we post online. We don't care as much and maybe that's why. We don't care about what we post online, but we care about people. And that's the discussion at the end of the day. And I think... People misconstrued that and think that we are party animals and sluts. Exactly. And, and those are not the people I want to surround myself with anyway. But no. I feel like it does kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. Yeah. And it's hard to not let it hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we know that we have a strong support system around us. Yeah. And we're going to be there for the people that we care about. So yeah. we're good people. <laughs> exactly. So on that note, it was a little bit of a heavier episode today. But it will give you something to think about. Yes. And we will be back to our funny shit next week. Goodbye. Ta-ta.